Hello, my name is Gary Shotton, and I'm here as a part of Inspiring Better Business, and today we're going to talk about the title of Copy Not. Now, another way to say that is don't be a copy, and we're going to talk about a question that was asked repeatedly when we talked to East Africa, and we're just going to try to address this head on. It seems that as we have groups gathered, uh, there's a concern about sharing your top secrets on your product or your services because there's inevitably someone in the group that's going to copy that and become your competitor. And we uh, advise people when you're in your groups not to talk about the details of your business and your, your uh, secret recipe and the way you formulate some things, but obviously you're going to talk about a lot of things that someone could copy you and then become your competitor. I'm going to address this with two analogies, the analogy of business, and then I'm going to talk to you about the analogy of a church in the same situation, and I'm going to explain the sign behind me that's called Garden Farm and Market, and how we're approaching this same issue. Now, let's start with the church. Uh, most pastors know that they need people helping them, volunteers, and probably have an associate. And in U.S. or around the world, in a, and in developing nations alike, there's a risk that your best, your, your uh, assistant pastor, or someone in the congregation that's close to you, someone that you've helped uh, immensely, decides they can do better, and they'll just start a church. And they'll start a church just down the road, and they will be uh, part of your congregation will join them because they have become close friends with them. Not a good way to start a church, I will tell you. Well, the same thing's true in business. You have a business. You start explaining to your helper or someone that's close to you or your associate or your assistant, and pretty soon they become your competitor. Same thing's in your group. You have a group that are uh, talking about business and someone sees you becoming successful in their own eyes and they say I can copy that so they become a copy and now they're your competitor. This stinks. This is not the way business is supposed to operate. And I have followed many of these both churches or businesses that start because they copied and they are not successful very long but they do sure cause a lot of havoc. Now if you listen to our teachings long enough we ask you and consider you encourage you to find something that really fits you really, really well. So that would eliminate a lot of people because they see someone that's doing chickens and they see the success of that and now they try to become their competitor and open up a chicken, not just the farm to produce, but the selling of those chickens. So uh, that is a, uh, inevitably not a good fit for that person. But what if it is? Well, here's my advice and here's how the picture in the background comes into play. You know, you all have a realm of influence in your church. Maybe that's within five miles or ten kilometers that most of your people come. In your business, that may be a business you walk and they walk close by, so it would just be a mile or so or five miles or at least your own city. And so we say concentrate on developing and knowing where your limits of your typical customer comes to you. In, in real terms, that's called your demographics. Who's coming there and how far away did they come? And we suggest that as you're meeting in your groups, your peer groups, you could approach it by first signing an agreement to say you will not copy. But, you know, if this person's wanting to copy anyway, there's nothing really binding with that agreement. So that could be an uh, upfront agreement. And you could guilt that person into saying, hey, you're, you've, you've disobeyed our agreement in the group. That Here's a group in the group. Then there's uh, people raising eggs. And there's another person doing a restaurant. And there's another person of wide, diverse 
types of businesses and you can talk about business and then if you happen to have two people in the same business they just come to some agreement or agreement that others in the group would not become a competitor. But maybe another way to look at it is like what we're doing. So we uh, believe that you could actually benefit from someone's success if you would choose to go outside their demographics, outside the realm of where they would be drawing their customers. Let's apply it to the church. Our church is very active in helping start other churches. They're very confident in themselves. They're not going to take a lot of risk. And so they're well established. But they're helping other churches get started all the time. They have conferences saying, here's how we do it. Let's help you. Let's help you. Let's help you. But the idea is that the young pastors that are being trained at our church are going now way outside our city limits, way outside of a realm of influence. They're not opening up a church like two miles down the road and are trying to attract the current uh, congregation to that church. Same thing's true with you. If you're in business, it just really hurts me to see you go to the market and there's 10 people selling tomatoes, all exactly the right, the same tomatoes, and they're lined up one after one after another after another after another. You go uh, see the general market where you're selling uh, maybe uh, uh, chewing gum and, and, and uh, a motor oil or, or general bread or supplies. into. And here's another market opens up just right across the street and you find out it's the, the first owner's cousin or their own relative, close relatives. That's not going to work. That's not going to be good. So you could join in to say, hey, I'll help you start and we'll collaborate. We actually have benefits in learning from each other, but why don't you start your business uh, far enough away that you're not affecting my customer base? Well, let's talk about garden, farm, and market. My friend Octavian and I have entered in mostly to stay connected with you, be active and in business in a similar way. We're, fi we're applying the same business principles as uh, we are teaching, so we're fresh with those. And here we go. There are other what's called a, a farmer's market in our, in our vicinity. Some of them are on Saturdays only. That's a different market. We could join that. But we decided to open up our own market. We're going to farm and market. But we know that there's a, a person in town that has a well-established 25 years. They pitch a tent uh, during the season, and they're open from 8 in the morning, 8 at night, and they have a full array of produce to sell from day one. Wow. We go over and talk to them. And we talk to uh, the gentleman's name. His name's Mike. And we say, hey, we're wanting to open up a market. But the first words out of my mouth are this. I am not intending to become your competitor. And if you could see that and you would be willing to collaborate with me and our, our plans and maybe even open up the market to first year and you help us open up our market and you benefit. We have to have win-win. Both of us must financially win in this deal and he's very open to it. We don't know if it's going to happen yet, but he knows that we're pulling a market of people that do not come regularly to his market. And so we're no competitors. That's what we're talking about. So uh, I use the example of eggs, okay? So anybody could grow eggs, and we have our friend uh, uh, Hamisi, and the key to growing eggs is he's found a great market actually two and a half miles, uh, hours away in the Congo. Well, there's all kinds of people raising chick chickens to, to produce eggs, and now they're collaborating because they have a place to sell, a way to truck. 
Now, uh, somebody that has a restaurant. Okay, if you have a restaurant, you might want to create a particular niche, whether it's Spanish or Italian or, or, or uh, African uh, national dish, but it would be not very proper for someone to use your same menu and open up real close to you. That's going to be counterproductive. But if you have that secret of how to really run a restaurant, you could consider helping someone, maybe even a relative, but they agree that they're going to be like five miles away or on another uh, main highway, someplace where it's logically not your same customer base. Well, I hope those are two answers to this situation. You could uh, create a, an agreement. That happens when we, I had a trucking company and uh, we had to agree that we would not uh, allow another same brand in a particular area for both, for two parts of my business. That's like a contract. But number two, you could actually benefit by collaborating and helping someone grow if they would do their market or their service or their what they're providing outside your customer base. Well, I hope this helps you. We've got to get past this. We've got to help each other grow and excel in their businesses. Please be a part of that. Please understand that we're here to help you with that. And you should be working together amongst yourselves to be the best business people in the area. Thanks for being a part of Inspiring Better Business.